Hey, I'm Trish. And I'm Thaddeus, and you're listening to the Fallen Short Podcast. This week on the podcast, we are starting a series about God's purpose for you. So this this episode, we're specifically talking about how God created you on purpose. The goal would be with each episode, we hone in on you as an individual more and more. So the first of the series is God created you on purpose, like Thaddeus said, and then we're going to go into Jesus, and then we're going to go into in what his purpose is for you, and then we're going to go even deeper into the Holy Spirit and what that means for you as an individual and your purpose. So I hope that you don't just listen to one of the three, uh, but I hope you can really listen to all of them because they will build off of each other. Genesis one twenty six says, Then God said, Let us make human beings in our image to be like us. They will reign over the fish in the sea, the birds in the sky, the livestock, all the wild animals on the earth, and the small animals that scurry along the ground. So first thing we hear there is we're created in the image of God. We're created by God in his image on purpose. It wasn't an accident that God made humans. It was a very deliberate thing when he created Adam and then from there created Eve. Purpose is defined in the dictionary as the reason for which something is done or created or for which something exists. I love when Colossians 1.16 says, For by him all things were created, both in the heavens and the earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or dominions or rulers or authorities. All things have been created through him and for him. So we read when we're in Genesis that God created the heavens and the earth. He created the birds and the fish and humans. But what Colossians is saying is all things have been created by him and for him. So we are created for God. And then in Psalms 139, uh, verses 13 and 14, it says, For you form my inward parts, you wove me in my mother's womb. I will give thanks to you, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Wonderful are your works, and my soul knows it very well. And then you could look in elsewhere in the Bible as well, and I think of Jeremiah 29, 11. You see it in many different places where it's telling you like, okay, God had this plan and he created you for a purpose, for a specific reason. In a specific time, there's without a doubt a reason why we're each created for a time. I think it's Esther who says, for such a time as this, you've been created in the book of Esther. And for such a time as this, you have been created There's no coincidence. God does not make mistakes. You were created for the here and now. You're created for this moment in history. And I just think that's so awesome. Ecclesiastes 3.11 says, He has made everything appropriate in its time. He has set eternity in our hearts. Yet so that man will not find out the work which God has done from the beginning even to the end. And what that's saying is that he has made everything appropriate for its time. It says it right there that there that this time in history, when you are living and breathing, is appropriate 
by God. God made you distinctly for this season. We're created with a longing for eternity. We're created with a longing for God. And even just that, what Trish was referencing in Ecclesiastes, and, you know, it's like, you know, for a specific time, right? And I look into a different, you know, just that whole Ecclesiastes 3. I mean, the header, at least in my translation, is it's a a time for everything. Yeah. Right? So even going back to the beginning of that chapter in verse one, for everything, there is a season, a time for every activity under heaven, a time to be born and a time to die, a time to plant and a time to harvest. Right. And it goes on. I mean, right there in verse two, a time to be born and a time to die. We don't Very know specifically. Right. Yeah. We, we don't know as you much know, as we want to, you know, it's a weird fact that is every human that's alive was born and every human will die right that's there's there's a few exceptions obviously in the bible we read about but we're gonna die that's just fact but there's a time a specific time that's saying that we will die right and i mean death someone dying a physical death in what we're used to or someone where you know they're brought up into a, a, a cloud right and they don't really die like we would think mm-hmm. i mean still their spirit their still leaving earth, time yeah. on earth is done right so it's so cool like all these scriptures we just shotgun at you is saying hey god created human beings with a distinct purpose and you yourself are a human being thaddeus and i were human beings so we're created with a specific timing in history we're created with eternity in our hearts we're created through him and we're created for him like we shotgun all these little scriptures at you to get to the point that it's no quinky dink we're here (laughs) right like we're created on purpose god does not make mistakes he has created each of us for a reason and and i want to hit that home because i know in my life I wondered if I was a mistake at times and if there was much of a point to my life or if I really had a purpose. And so maybe somebody listening is struggling with those same thoughts that I've had. So I just want to hit that home before we got too much into this that hopefully makes sense to you. And and hopefully it stirs your heart to even read some of these scriptures we've been saying. Another thing we're created, someone we're created by God, we're also created to be in his presence. We're created to worship him. We're created for his glory. It's awesome in Luke 1940, where it says that, well, basically in the story, Jesus, the disciples and and people are worshiping, crying out to Jesus. And, and people are like, well, why are you doing this? You need to be quiet. And Jesus's response was to them. I tell you that if these should keep silent. Even the stones will immediately cry out. So if we are silent and we are not calling out to God that God doesn't need us to worship him for our approval by any means. But that's what we're created to do is we're created to worship him. And so if we don't cry out, the stones will cry out. That's Jesus who said that. I also love when you read the story about Jesus and the woman at the well in John 4, it talks about, you know, she's kind of asking Jesus all these questions about theology and um, 
who Jesus was and his Messiahship and all this. And John 4, 23 says, but an hour is coming and now it is when the true worshipers will worship the father in spirit and in truth. For such people, the father seeks to be his worshipers. God is spirit and those who worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. And when we're reading these scriptures, it just puts that longing in my heart to worship God. I don't know about you guys, but like, it's just that that fulfillment that worship brings when we're in the presence of God and we're in, in those moments. And I know it's not just a moment or it's not always praise and worship. Worship can be many different things in our lives. Worship is our actions. Worship is our, how we spend our money. Worship is our intimacy in our relationships. There's so many different attributes to worship, but when we're doing it for the glory of God, it is a powerful thing. And that's what we're created to do. We're created to glorify God with our lives and lay down our lives as, as sacrifices before God. And just talking about being, you know, created to worship him and to do those things. God created the world, right? And then he created man. I don't think God necessarily was like, oh, I, I need to create somebody to worship me. Yeah, because it says the rocks will cry out, right? Right. So, but the fact is, is he's blessed us in giving us everything that we need. And that changes over time. And it's just for us to be able to thank him and worship him and really show our gratitude where it's, it's important. It's a way of showing love. And if you think about the word love, it means so much in so many different ways, but, and you, and you know, you've probably heard the biggest, you know, the biggest commandment from Jesus's perspective is to love your, you know, Lord, your God, Lord, your God, with all your heart, with all your heart soul, soul, mind, and strength. strength, and to love, and then to love your neighbor as yourself. Right. Yeah. And I know we've talked about it in the past about, you know, being honest with yourself and being able to love yourself and being able to put others, you know, and love. We've talked a lot about love, I think in the past, not necessarily making that, a focal point of an episode by any means, but if you truly are thankful, you should be able to offer your love to God just as you would offer love to your your spouse, to your children, to those around you. And because God loves you, even if you are down in the dumps, right? He's still providing for you. You reach out to him, he's going to help you. Might not be the exact answer that you're looking for, right? But again, he's going to do things at a time, right? Mm -hmm. The perfect time. And God is love. And when we're created in his image, well, we're created in the image of love. And when we love God and we love the world and we love those around us, we're reflecting God's image. And that's what we're created to do is, you know, be in his image and bear his image to the world around us and offer hope to other people. Obviously we're going to go into more details of that next week when we go into the life of Jesus Christ and what that means for us. But I really think it's important for us to understand just the basic foundation of human creation and why humans were created and then dive deeper and deeper into that. 
We're created to bring glory to God. Isaiah 43, 7 says, Everyone who is called by my name and whom I have created for my glory, whom I have formed, even whom I have made. Like that's saying that God has called us all for his glory. He has formed us. He has made us. So cool. So as we continue in this conversation in our next couple of episodes, just refer back to this one. This is kind of a, we're just laying a little bit of a foundation here of, of how God created you on purpose and, and different reasons of, you know, yes, there's a, there's a time and a place why he did, right? He could have, you know, he chose to create me in 1984, right? He could have, he could have chose to create me in, in uh, 900, but he didn't because he had a plan and a purpose for my life now in such a time as this. So keep that in mind as we move forward into the next couple of episodes. I know we know this one is a little on the shorter side, but we wanted to just lay some groundwork here and cue you up for what we're getting into. So please uh, come back. We'll, we'll continue to dive into this and get into some uh, little deeper areas about how God created you. And if you have any questions or comments or rebuttals or anything like that, feel free to reach out to us. You can email us at info at fallenshortpodcast.com. We'd love to hear from you. And until next time, I'm Thaddeus. And I'm Trish. And we love you guys. Are you currently doing your own podcast or maybe you're aspiring to start one? If you are, we'd like to encourage you to check out Blueberry Podcasting for all of your hosting needs. We use Blueberry today and let me tell you, it's it's real slick. Uh, works with our website just fine on a plugin. So if you use our code Fallen Short, you can get your first month free. So you can go ahead and click that affiliate image link on our website and get started with your podcast.